0: Tia! Tia! Vai embora! Sit back, relax, real talk, what you listen to. Hosted by Black Brothers, distinguished individuals. So listen up, cause times is getting critical. This is where we ignite your mental and your physical. To the point where your spiritual is visible. Our mission, each one, teach one, till our bond is indivisible. Where we make bread like bakeries, what you thought? It's a brothers podcast, slash crib report. Crying bars in World Tour. They give you fly bars in the world of sports. LT the voice got the news. Jay Boogie, PC Joe, yeah, they got the juice. And last but not least, we got Hawkeye and Mr. Wallace with the hot topics. Yeah, it's hard to stop us. Stop and be our last resort. It's the Burris Podcast, Stash Crib Report. Chip. BK.
1: Welcome to a special edition of the Rubber Podcast. I'm here with Ryan Bars. How you
0: doing? Hey, hey, hey. Happy Christmas Eve. You are you know Ryan Bars. The future you know, like flying cars.
1: Play correct. Joe, how you, how you doing?
0: How you doing? How you doing, gentlemen?
1: All right. Um, so Christmas, what Christmas means to you, Ryan Bars?
0: Christmas means to me... It just it, it, first and foremost, it means the celebration of the birth of Christ. You know what I mean? That's what it means to me, first and foremost. You know what I mean? As a Christian man, you know what I mean? I believe that we gotta acknowledge, even though you know, some may say you know he wasn't born in the winter, I understand that, but we still gotta celebrate his birth. He's he still was born, you know what I mean? So we gotta celebrate Jesus Christ. And it's about getting together with family and friends, you know what I mean? And get, making those memories, you know what I mean, that last forever. You know what I mean? This is the season to be j- joyful, you know what I mean? And be thankful for everything that God has done for you f- through the whole year. You know what I mean? All the people that are still here with us, you know I mean? We got to be thankful for that. You know what I mean? We got to be thankful for being a... Uh, a week away from a whole new year that's going to be, you know what I mean, just wonderful, you know what I mean, if we you know, do what we got to do, you know what I mean, so that's what Christmas means to me in, in a short little paragraph.
1: Alright, play crack, Joe. joke.
0: Um,
2: you know, I, what Ryan said was absolutely right, but that's what it means to me also, you know, it should be a time of, of you know, families getting together, you know, celebrating. Like a lot of these holidays that we have, they don't, they start, you know, if you look at where it started from, they don't have a good beginning, right? The history of it is kind of messed up, but after a while, you know, you have to convert and, you know, you got to, you know, after a while you have to, I'm sorry, they, they left me with the kids. You know, after a while, you know, it, it should be about family and getting together. And and like right, and like, and like Ryan boss said, right? It, it's about Jesus, it, it's supposed to be about Jesus, but we never celebrate Jesus. It seemed like Santa Claus. Santa took Claus over. got this whole takeover, yeah. you know. So that's why I never celebrate Santa because even I, I think I was talking to you about this before. Right, remember I said they, they had like the different um the different um identities of Satan.
0: I was talking to I you about that, I remember,
2: yeah. And they said Santa, if you if you unscramble Santa, you could get Satan. Yep. And then and then Christmas is supposed to be about Jesus and God, right? And wow. who we celebrate on Christmas. Everything is about Santa. Right. And then we sacrifice all year round and, and, and go in debt to buy our kids shit. And, and we gotta threaten them that Santa Claus is not gonna get you nothing. Right? So the kids, so so Christmas is not even about the parents or Jesus. Right, it's, it's about Santa. And capitalism, I guess, but it's but you know we need to take Christmas back, and, and and you know make it what it used to be about love
1: and Jesus and stuff like that. I agree. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, that's what, that brings up a good point because this Santa Claus is the mascot of Christmas, right? So, but who is Santa Claus, Ryan Barnes, Who is Santa Claus to you? Well,
0: he like if if you want to get deep 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 with it is i think it's i don't know if it's german or dutch i don't remember exactly but i know it's european it comes from european descent it's a it's a demon you know what i mean and he used to come through and i don't i don't know exactly what he used to do but he used to come through the town and try to get the children i think and 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 take the children or you know, possess the children, whatever it was. But um, he he went by another name before. You know what I mean? It wasn't Santa Claus. It was something else. I I was watching um History Channel one time, and they was talking about it. But uh, to me, Santa Claus is just this fictional character. You know what I mean? That they took from history, try to change it around from evil to good you know what I mean, and try to use him to take all the credit for all our money being spent on our kids, you know what I mean, like (laughs) how you gonna give credit to some fat white man when you the one busting your tail every day, bust, getting them hours, and you know what I mean, getting that money to provide for your kids to have nice Christmases. Play
1: Craig Joe. Man
2: Santa Claus is, 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 is used, what's his name, like um, St. Nick or something like that? Because I, 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 I'm not sure, but I've seen a history of it. But it was like, it was a guy named St. Nick that was like really cheap and fat. And it was like three kids in poverty or something like that. And he gave them like a coin each or something like that. And it was like, this guy's great. It was something like that, but but if Christmas truly is about Jesus, right? Santa Claus is like Santa Claus is a cap is, 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 is with white supremacy, right? Because whatever you ask someone like does, does does color matter? And I'm not trying to like does color matter? Right? Santa Claus is about he fits in the profile with the, the, the white supremacy profile, like right? this white man that that you have to look up to that's going to give you all these gifts and make your life better, right? And and I feel like Santa Claus, they, he did what he was meant to do, right? Which is take away the glory from God and Jesus and the religion in its entirety. Because this is, it, it started as a pagan holiday, I think, but it turned into a Christian holiday. It, it, it represents Jesus. It represents God. Why we celebrate Santa Claus so much? What's the purpose? What's Santa Claus' true purpose? It has nothing to do with Christmas. It has everything to do with just spending money, right? There's, Take away the glory from Jesus
0: and God. That's it. All right.
1: Welcome, Jay Boogie. Jay Boogie, what Christmas means to you? Uh,
3: first of all, I apologize, fellas. Today was kind of crazy, got away from me a little bit. Uh, we catch up offline. I, I catch up on things going on. But um, as far as for me, um, what Christmas means to me is, uh, you know, Christmas is about Christ. It's not about gifts, it's not about any of this other craziness, it's about Christ. And that's why you always, you know, I always tell my kids, you know, we make sure we put Christ back in Christmas. Um, and that's why we do things on Christmas that, you know, I didn't do growing up as a kid. But as, you know, I got older and, you know, obviously done my old research and things of that nature, you know, I wanted to make sure that Christmas was a little bit more meaningful for, for myself and my kids uh, so that they understand what really the true meaning of Christmas is. Uh, which is an opportunity for me to, you know, for us to to be able to give back, you know, praise God, praise Christ, put Christ back in. it. But it's not about, you know, as I was listening to to uh, PC Joe and Ryan Bars here about, you know, oh, St. Nick and, and Santa Claus. Like, I, I refuse to have anything about Santa Claus. And that was a big, big debate for me uh, with my wife um, about Santa Claus and like gifts. And it's like, oh, I don't want to take away from them. And I'm like, take away from what? Ask Santa Claus to show me his bank account. Santa Claus paying for this? Nah. Okay, cool. Then, then they gonna know what this day is really all about, and who really is providing for them. It's not some fat white man. Uh, it, it is your father, and it's your mother. It's not nobody else is gonna get this credit. So, for me, it's just a day about giving back for those, To me, uh, that, to those that are that are a lot less fortunate, and I think that's what every day is about. But really, more in particular this time of year, and then you know, trying to be, uh, you know give a family type of atmosphere for some folks that are in tougher situations, uh, during this time of year, that's really what I try to focus on, you know, with, with Christmas.
1: And Jay Boogie what's like, what Santa Claus is
3: to you. Sa- to you. Sa- Santa Claus is absolutely what's- nothing to me. He's an absolute fictitious character, uh, who tries to take credit. Like, I, like I heard one of the brothers say, take credit for, for the things that we do as fathers all year round. Uh, and i absolutely refuse uh, to forego my, my efforts to give it to some fat white man. I mean, in my community, you know, I, you drive around, there's a, there's a, a, a blow up uh, inflatable thing of Santa Claus, of Santa Claus around here that one of the owners uh, have. And it's got to be I like, and I'm not even exaggerating. It's got to be 30 feet high. And it's like, this is amazing. And so you know, like I don't, I don't have anything like that. I mean, I, like I'll put do like a Mickey and Minnie for the, you know the kids watch Disney, so I'll do Disney. But I refuse to do anything that's Santa Claus uh, related in my house because we do all the work here to make sure that these kids are taken care of and provided for. I refuse to give a fictitious character credit for what I'm doing, and I'm sure you guys probably agreed the same thing. But Jay, I got, I got one thing to two, right? So
2: Christmas is about Jesus, right? Yeah, and, and I guarantee you, if you put up an image of Jesus 30 feet in the air, whatever, right? I guarantee you, all the people in the neighborhood will probably come out and, and, and be like, you can't have that up, right? And this is what the holiday is about, but everybody except Santa Claus, no matter what religion, no matter, no matter what, everybody except Santa, right? But they, they would have a problem with the same size Jesus being in their front yard. It would offend everybody.
3: Yeah, so I would tell you, in this community, there there are a couple of homes, including my own, um, that do, I have a black Jesus in front of my house uh, with shepherds, and and there are are a few other homes that have it. It's not an issue here. I think, you know, depending on where you go, it could be an issue, but, you know, the fact that this Santa Claus is like, damn near, you know, 30 feet tall is like beyond me.
1: Uh, Ryan Boss, um... Have, did you believe in Santa Claus when you was little? And when did you find out when he was real? When he wasn't
0: real? He wasn't real. I don't know. I, like, when I was little, I didn't really think about Santa Claus like that. Like, I just, my moms didn't really try to gas me up with the Santa Claus thing, you know what I mean? Like, when I got presents, she let me know who it was from, you know what I mean? But if it wasn't, whether it was my aunt, whether it was my uncle, you know what I mean, whether it came from her, you know what I mean, and Santa Claus, like, I remember when I was little though, I was excited about um, going to Macy's and taking a picture with Santa and sitting on Santa's lap and telling him, you know what I mean, Uh, what I wanted for Christmas, but that was like like one of the times, you know what I mean, where I felt like, you know what I mean, it was going to happen, like he was going to give me you know what, I mean? what I wanted for Christmas. But after that, like I say, you know what I mean, maybe the year after, I was like, you know what? I know my parents is giving me this because especially when you ask for something and it don't come, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I, it, it reality hits you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm only getting stuff that my mother and, you know what I mean, my family is getting me. I, I'm not getting no special thing that I dreamed about or I want really, 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 you know, wanted. it. But unless I asked for it from my mom, you know what I mean? I, I couldn't put a letter, put it in a letter and send it off to Santa like the schools was teaching us, you know what I mean? Write your letter to Santa and see if he'll get you what you want for Christmas. You know what I mean? It was none of that. So, you know... That's that. That's my take.
1: All right, please crack Joe.
0: Now,
2: when I was when I was younger, right, my family was filled with haters, right, and um, one thing my father always said is, if Santa, if Santa uses a slit to get around how would a sled work in Jamaica and Africa and all the warm climates? I said, fuck, we are right there. <laughs> Never been the same since. <laughs> and he said, that, and everybody don't have a, um, everybody don't have like a rooftop and a stuff chimney. like that. Right? A chimney. A <laughs> chimney. So he said, he said, so if you live in the projects, how's it going? When they broke it down, so he was like, so said it must be racist, so, 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 so how does this work? How do- so my family was like real haters and and truth tellers, right? For, from 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 the beginning, they never lied to me about stuff, and and let me live in this fantasy world. And, and my mother used to say, "Listen, you got one gift. What do you want it to be?" And at Christmas, it was one motherfucker on that tree. <laughs> so nah, Santa Claus didn't exist. Um,
1: J Boogie.
3: Listen, Santa Claus wasn't coming to Brownsville, dog. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. My mother made sure we knew who was getting them daggone gifts, man. And and again, you know, it was pretty, pretty blunt, pretty straightforward with us. But you know, as as you grow up, you try to you know do things differently for your kids, and you know, and that's always an argument for you know a man and a woman in a in a in a marriage. Is is like. Do you want to tell your kids that Santa Claus is real? I'm like, hell nah! First of all, ain't no chimney on this house. Where he coming? Unless you gonna talk about, uh, we gotta make the cookies and the milk for Santa. I'm like, man, listen, I'm sitting here drinking tequila. I'm not about to drink no milk and pretend Santa came. You crazy? But nah, man. I don't, You know, growing up as a kid, I we didn't. We I did not believe in it uh, at all. Now that's a fact
2: right. because but I don't think I
1: I don't no, I don't think anybody, any of us believed in it. I no, I think I did at a at a point. I think they really they had me as a point, but as, something as but what Joe was saying was um true because I'm thinking in seventeen nineteen there was no damn chimney for the motherfucker to come down to.
0: Yeah, to come I mean, to the fire escape. Exactly. <laughs> and, that,
1: and normally that's a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> right. He wasn't coming in the front? He wasn't coming through the? Wasn't coming through the backyard? He wasn't coming? How the fuck? I wasn't getting into my house. Wasn't knocking on the door. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, there it goes right there. What they think? Everybody had the American dream at the time. You know, the white picket fence and the um and the house. You know what I mean? So I guess it wasn't for everybody. And I guess yeah. it was when the in the, in, the, in the heartland, that had them houses, and not not the buildings or the pro, not living in the building or the project. But I so, tell you
3: now, even even today, um, Hawkeye, I like I look at some people's like social media posts, and these people had their trees laced already for like four or five days, right? Gifts up underneath the tree already, and look, even think about what what my, my main brother Ryan Bar said last week: as they get the gifts, they give them to the kids. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, Ryan don't wait. Ryan I don't yeah. wait. I don't wait for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: So I, I think, you know, let me look, just in our small little circle is a very, a very small little percentage here, but I think about, like, I mean, I had gifts up underneath the tree for, for a little while. And Mr. Bars gives his stuff out. You know, I mean, so I, I don't know if that's a thing for black people. You know what I
1: mean? You're absolutely right. But, you know, some people, some people want to have that aura of, you know, Of Santa Claus, or or not letting them know, the kids know that 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 they are Santa Claus. Because what happens is this: some people say if they they personally don't have a lot of money or are unable to get the kids what they want, they don't want no backlash towards them. You get what I mean? Yeah. so they can say, "Well, I wanted this, I wanted that," and it then bring it to you, right? But then if you if you say if they couldn't get what they want, they know you did it. They can say, "Yo, why you didn't get this for me?" You get what I mean? So yeah. I think I, but I do think part. I
3: think it's a flip side to that, though. And, and you know, this is a good good conversation. I think it's nice. a flip side to that. If you if you do that and you wait too long, now you deal with the with the letting the kid down that eventually to let him or her know Santa Claus ain't real. Right. That's the first right. thing. And, and that's a hard thing that I've seen people go through. Right, And then two is I saw a quote on social media the other day. Here's the good and bad of social media is the guy said, you know, I take care of these kids all year long. Get what you can for Christmas and keep it moving. And that way they can appreciate you a little bit more as a parent versus trying to appreciate this fictitious character. So I think it's a I think it's a, you know, a good and a bad you know, to either telling your kids of Santa Claus is real or or just doing it your way.
1: Right. Right. It's right. Ryan Bar mentioned some or he was saying it's about, you know, Jesus and his birthday. So I wanna I'm to go around the room about Ryan Bar first. How did he get from
0: that celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ? So everybody giving gifts. Well, you know, the giving gifts comes from the story of baby Jesus when uh the wise man came and brought him frankincense and myrrh and gold. Mm-hmm. So that's where the giving gifts come from traditionally. You know what I mean? But they try to change it into, you know what I mean, something totally different. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's where it originally came from. It comes from the Bible. Pretty correct, Joe? <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: um, I'm sorry, um, how did it come from, how did it go from celebrating the birth of Jesus to... Um, yeah. Um, cap- Capitalism, bro. <laughs>
1: it's,
2: it's, it's capitalism. I mean, if there's money to be made, all these holidays, right? I mean, you can't make money off Jesus, right? Because Jesus, Jesus is opposite opposite Santa, like Jesus and Santa are the same things, right? Even in the Bible, right? Like, they're they, they opposite, bro. Like, you know, Jesus is about sharing and and giving and loving and going to church and praying and giving on to others and giving to the less fortunate. Santa Claus is about greed and he serves the purpose of the new Christmas. He like, give unto yourself. Yeah. Or, 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 you know, and, and yeah, so Santa Claus and Jesus is completely opposite people. But to, to, to me, how you know, people just like forgot all of Jesus' teachings and just follow this guy that we have read. If you unscramble his name, is still Satan, you know what I'm
3: saying? <laughs> to come Christmas, I mean, there you go.
1: Why do you say, boogie?
3: Yeah, I, I, I think uh, both of them, both of my brothers, hit it right on the head, man. I think,
1: you know, um,
3: understanding what the meaning was, and then where we are today. I think, you know, money, money has absolutely changed. Um, you know, Christmas. I, you think about, you know, Black Friday, right? For instance, it, it is we we look to see how much money people spend that day after thanksgiving every year and knowing that it's christmas spending and then you got cyber monday and so all of this you know economical pieces of it all leads up to to christmas and i think you know to pc joe's point that that's really what changed you know americans from celebrating the birth of christ to you know what type of deals does best buy have or you know whatever store it is you're going to shop at and i think it's shown and it's getting increasingly worse year after year after year. Um, and so money, money I think has absolutely changed Christmas.
2: Yeah, but you know, but you know Black Friday was was started from slavery time too. So yeah. Black Friday and stuff, and yeah. But and these companies now
3: associate Black Friday with Christmas. Yeah, yeah but, but Christmas was always a, a, a like even
2: back in Frederick Douglass days, he used to talk about it. He used to say like the slave used to be, the slave used to be sold on Black Friday for, for, for sales or you know what I'm saying. And it to be cheap. And then for Christmas time when they sold they sold off the, the, the parents, right? You get like two weeks off for Christmas and New Year's. The slaves only got two weeks off, and they were supposed to drink and dance for the two weeks and be merry and no work. And then January first, with New Year starts, they ship they ship the family members off for another year. Uh-huh. Yeah, so <laughs> but it's just, it's crazy this it's crazy this bro, but but everything stems from like you know, but like even slavery was a capitalist move, right? So everything that this world this world is about capitalism. So if you want, I believe if you want Christmas to truly mean something, right, you have to. Teach your kids what it truly means, and you can't allow social media and the TV and these these TV shows to to depict what Christmas
1: is. You have to Uh tell your kids. No, I agree. Christmas is. Yep. Okay, definitely. Ryan bars. What was your what's your what was your favorite gift that you got as a kid for Christmas?
0: I don't know. I got to think about it. Well, nah, nah. I I can could, I could, I could be honest right now. When I first got that Super Nintendo from my grandmother, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. At first, it, it just came out, you know what I mean? So I, I had walked all the way from my crib to, uh, it, it was like to Utica and Sterling. It was, matter of fact, it was sterling between um, Utica and Schenectady, right? So I'm walking from my crib, probably on Prospect, to there. So I, my grandma like, yeah, look what I got you. So I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to walk all the way back to my crib with a new brand new Super Nintendo. <laughs> I'm <was> like, <laughs> I was like yo, I'm like, I'm going to get robbed, yo. You know what <laughs> I mean? but I, I was like you know what I'm gonna just try my best to just you know I me mean? be you know incognito while I'm walking down these blocks you know what I mean and um I made it home with my super Nintendo and I opened it up and I started playing and I was just so happy my grandmother made my day that Christmas <laughs>
1: yeah, those systems make people happy.
0: what about your day booking for the best gift you got
1: as a kid for Christmas um i'll probably say so you know growing up as a kid man i
3: was i was always enamored with trains uh that's it that's actually why i ended up going to transit tech but uh, my mother had bought me a real nice train track set and that was probably like like i was a kid like in a candy store man i was the happiest kid ever um so i think that big nice train track set, which i still have um it's around my christmas tree right now I play christmas music um but I still have that. And I think between that and my wrestling buddy, I
1: think that's, that's, that's probably the top two for me. That Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy, right? Yes, sir. I still got it. That's yes, it. Right. What about you, Pelé, Correct Joe? Uh, man, um, it was a PlayStation 1.
2: I'll never forget Omar, Omar, it, it, it was like a it was like a a, a sick a, a sick twisted joke though because he had like um I wanted some mountain gears I think remember mountain Gears? I wanted a pair of mountain gears and Omar mm-hmm. and Omar got me like a mountain gear box and he had like socks and shit which is crazy and then he put like uh. And then he gave me the PlayStation 1 in another box that I didn't know it was a box, so he did like a whole switch of shit on me. But then I saw the PlayStation 1, and I had Final Fantasy 7, and it, 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 was, it, was, it, was a, it was a beautiful moment, you know? So I remember the PlayStation 1 was like
1: my best Christmas gift. He said that's when you was later on in like, that's like 96. We <laughs> was poor, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> was like 96. Yeah, are the a grown man. <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, no I, remember, I remember the mountain gears. Yeah, I remember I remember got that same year. I had got the uh, mountain gear, yellow joints that with the with the yellow coat yeah. and shit. And I had to <laughs> it Yeah, I had got the fucking, fucking yellow ass coat. But yeah, but I remember, was,
2: I remember yeah. we was playing Tekken. We was playing Tekken the whole time.
1: Remember?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I got, got yeah. Tekken
1: two. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I remember that shit. But
2: that man. was that was that was my greatest gift, bro.
1: I, yeah, I don't bro. know. That was
2: my that was my happiest moment. I
1: remember the PlayStation one. That was something that you know, speaking of the PlayStation one, like, what is your you know, Ryan Bar? I'm start with Ryan Bar. What's your memories of the PS one?
0: I remember being over. uh, My boy Ivan Crib because he had the PS1 before us, right? And um, he lived next door to my grandmother. Me and my cousin Harrison used to go over to his crib to play it, and he had the Japanese uh inverter to where he could play Dragon Ball Z games before they came to America. It was dope, yo. What
1: about you?
0: Um,
3: I would probably say so for me thinking about man, that's a long time ago too, boys.
1: Um PS1, man. I remember I, yeah, I, I remember we was playing up uh, there we playing that in 2000 And we was playing, we were in there playing like all day long, right? And then you we went and switched the game or something to wipe it off. And then you broke the shit and me and Kabai's looking at you like it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, <only> game. <laughs> I'm the you had Chinese Yeah, food. I don't know how the fuck I did that,
3: man. That was crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, but go ahead, boy. I don't What's know, man. On? You know,
3: I look, I look, I'm t- paying pay homage to my man Ryan Balls real quick. I remember old Parappa the rapper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that joke. That was one of the fir- first games. Yeah. Yeah, man. So what? Uh,
1: Hell uh, yeah. Damn, man. That was a long time <laughs> ago, bro. Hell uh, yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> one For those kids. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm joking. Memories, Joe. Memory, Joe. <laughs> he probably gonna
3: say, like, Final oh. Fantasy or some shit.
1: Final <laughs> Fantasy 7. I know it. See, I know
3: it. Because listen, that shit had me so hooked, bro. I used to cut to school and meet that
2: shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was just so think- upset with that fucking game. Like that's my first real addiction it was the final fantasy. I was just and you know, like we were just I remember we used to play what what was it? Um the 2K, the basketball. I remember we used to be in my room, all of us be in my room for fucking hours, bro. Playing playing 2K basketball and 2K football. And my mother used to be like, my fucking light bill, right? But I guess she felt better with us being in the house because we still safer. But I remember us just being in my room for like mad hours and play video games, bro. Yeah. Yeah,
0: good good old, old days. Good old days. Yeah. Good old days.
1: Relationship yeah. was a good it was. not. fifteen every day. PS One. Uh, Jay but What's your favorite Christmas movie? Home Alone, easily by far. What about you, Ryan
0: Boss? I was about to say the same thing, but I'm going to give you a different one. Um, yeah. Uh, Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Christmas. I'm going to say... I like the best man, Holiday. Okay.
1: What about you, Flee, Greg Joe? It has to be a Flintstone Christmas Carol. <laughs> I love
2: that. I love that shit
1: everybody know <laughs> I like <laughs> I like the Flintstone the Fruity Pebbles Christmas where, where Barney trying to jump up like Santa Claus to get some of his, um, his Fruity Pebbles <laughs>
2: that's yeah, the man. crowd dance Fruity Pebbles <laughs> it is roundly. no but, 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 but go ahead Joe no, but my, my thing was like the cartoons man like the the, the the Flintstone Christmas Carol, right? Then they had the Mickey Christmas Carol, and they had the the the, the peanuts.
1: Peanuts was Christmas.
3: good. That's, that's, the, that's the absolute mainstay of peanuts. Yeah, but though, I I, 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 I was Charlie Brown. Yeah, I love
2: I love those Christmas. I feel like Christmas cartoons back in the day it was like the
3: greatest, bro. They don't even make them shits no more like that. Like, I you can't know. even find yeah, that. Nah, we, and you know you know what's crazy though, dog. We used to sit around and watch
2: them shits. Yeah, yeah, all day. And then we, and then like, we like watch I'm watching football right now. Not even Christmas movies. Yeah. No, I, I, I actually watch um when I'm at work at night, right? I actually sit there and I turn on my um my my my, my Christmas and stuff. So I be watching that shit at night. So you know, it makes me feel good, good and stuff. Yeah, and the Jetson The Jetson's Crimstone
3: Chrysalis When they You know what I'm saying I love them shit. Yo mom yes, sir Yo mom Rih- Rihanna said Her favorite Christmas movie Is What's it called Oh A Christmas Vacation I totally forgot About that vacation? one Chevy, Chase. Oh, Chevy I, Chase I was just yeah, watching it National Lampoon's.
1: National Lampoon.
3: Yeah Totally forgot About that one
1: that's your that's your background
3: making all that noise
2: buzzing in
0: the
2: yeah that's more yeah, yep that's more how
1: about now y'all hear it That's going all right yeah so um speaking of which home alone everybody know Ryan Bars is Macaulay Culkin's um, doppelganger, but the black version. <laughs>
0: come
1: get tacos, daddy. Oh, thank you. Sorry, I, got a, I got a question. For yeah, you alone. definitely are, though, bro. He's a doppelganger. He's the black version, though. Macaulay <laughs> He's the better version. But, yeah, definitely. definitely. But I got a question to Jay Boogie. So, Kate McAllister, so, so they have called ACS or Child Services on her for losing um, Kevin McCallister twice, not one, yo, leaving listen, him home the she, first time
0: and then losing been,
1: him in New York back to back? Yeah, she should have been locked up. You
3: know what I'm saying? I was just watching the scene just now where she calling the cops and they just like flipping her back and forth between family crisis and the regular cops and they say, send a cop to my house like, yo, why we ain't locked her up? She, know, she just called him like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing? Here's the other thing about this movie though. Like, yes, she should have been locked. There was some BS. But that hotel where they were staying, do you know that they charge around this time of year about $1,400 a night to stay there? Oh, wow. Because people want to come and relive the Home Alone movie?
1: Oh, my God. Crazy.
3: Like, I kid you not. This young lady that lives over here in my area, she wanted to go to New York, and she wanted to stay at that hotel. And she called me and said, Jason, they charging $1,400. I said, whoa, because of that movie.
0: Shit, man, it ain't worth but Yes, it.
3: Mom Dukes need to be locked, locked the fuck up for leaving him twice.
1: Yeah, Ryan, what you think you think you think your uh your surrogate mother should have been locked up for leaving you home and leaving losing you in New York?
0: <laughs> yeah, Back-to-back definitely, businesses? definitely not only once but twice.
1: Yeah. You she should have been locked
0: up. She should have been locked up, but
1: you had to make a friend with the with one of the bums in, in, in Tom and in, in, in Central the Park. The Pigeon lady. Yeah, the <laughs> pigeon lady.
0: I had to make friends with the pigeon lady. It was all good though, because she treated me nice.
1: <laughs> what about you, Police Craig Joe? Um I I don't think she could I don't
2: think she, she should have been locked up. I mean shit shit, <laughs> shit happened. Shit happened, bro. Shit happens.
1: Nah, no. Like judge. one time I
2: yeah, like one joke. time I went to one time I went to Sterling and you know I got mad kids and shit. And and I left um Jeremiah in the car, locked the shit, set the alarm off. He was in the backseat in the third row. And and he was knocking at the door and shit. You know what I'm saying? But this was like, yo, you left Jeremiah in the car. And and I'm only dealing with, 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 with five, right? So she was sure he was dealing with like 14.
1: You know what I'm saying so. It's hard to do with like fourteen kids, bro, or some shit like that. With you know what I mean? You gotta be on. All play. them was her kids. All of them was her kids. She said, her legs closed. Just
3: the man. fact, responsibility.
1: No, 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 no. no she had had fourteen kids. That was that was with uh, and stuff. That
2: was uh, that was oh, like a whole
1: family trip. Man, they, there was a lot of them. They left the the youngest one out the bunch. They left him. How did how they do that? It wasn't the youngest. I think the other one was the youngest. He was the oh the, who right? Who was the young? Was you the youngest sibling?
0: Uh, nah I'm I'm this is it's just me and Tay. <laughs> talking about home alone. It's talking about home alone, home alone. Home alone. Home alone. Yeah. they did me
3: dirty. No, it was just me
0: and Tay.
2: No, but 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 Jay, you know what to to, to 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 all this? So your wife's favorite movie is National Lampoon Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and the crazy shit is we was in the bedroom the other night and the shit came on and Melissa started watching it. And she was, and I never saw it before, which is fucking crazy. Oh really? And Yeah, I never saw it. So I, I saw it for the first time. And I was like, yo, his boss didn't give him a bonus, right? His boss yeah. didn't give him a bonus and his cousin or uncle decided to kidnap the boss, right? And I'm looking at this whole shit, like they kidnapped the boss threaten him, do all that crazy shit. And at the end, the boss was like, well, I feel bad about not giving you a bonus. I'm gonna give y'all a bonus. And and, and it, it all always forgiven.
3: That's all it took.
2: And and I'm on some shit like, how much really is the bonus because the nigga whole crib was fucked up.
3: So. He <laughs> got a nice bonus, man. <laughs> how much is the bonus that? Yeah, it's a fact, he got a nice they- bonus. But it, it, but his house is like
2: completely fucked up, right? The the whole wall is missing, and this nigga had me for like a, I'm mean a two thousand dollar bonus. Like. <laughs> hey man, it made no, it made no fucking sense, bro. Like all these things make no sense when you really, but it's not for you to figure out, bro. But yeah. my thing is, if I was that boss, out of have put charges on that nigga and his whole family, bro.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. You know, one of the one of the Christmas during um, movies I like is um the, the the movie with Ralphie, the Christmas story. Yeah, like
0: so oh, that,
1: yeah, mm. that you shoot your damn eye out, kid. And then uh-huh. he had uh, he had my boy Flick stick his tongue on a damn light pole and shit got stuck.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the craziest shit ever, man. Well man, it's crazy man. But um, in the commercial out of that shit now. Exactly. So let's transition into the, one of the news items for the day. Tory Lanez has been um, found guilty on three counts for shooting Megan the Stallion. What's your thoughts on that, Ryan Bars?
0: That's good for him, man. He shouldn't be trying to shoot an old female. You know what I mean? Like, what kind of Napoleon Bonaparte, you know what I mean, attitude does he have? <laughs> you know what I mean to be shooting females you know what I mean like what's wrong with him like he could have he could have slapped her he could have did anything else but he chose to pull a gun out and shoot the chick like i i'm am i don't, I'm, I'm i'm totally against any kind of violence versus uh, um against any female but when it comes to shooting like you going to the far you know what I mean the furthest you could go you know what I mean and, and he could have really, you know what I mean, hurt her. You know what I mean? I know he, I heard he was shooting at her feet and all of that, but he could have, you know, the bullets ricochet off the ground, you know what I mean? And um, he could have really hurt anybody in that car and he really probably could have got more than what he's about to get for what he's he's done already. That's my take. All right, Jay Boogie, your thoughts? Yeah, I think, um,
3: you know, uh, a lot of folks probably within the last two weeks since this trial started thought that, you know, because of these, these witnesses, these key witnesses that, that he had come out to, to come out and testify on his behalf, um, was going to change, change the trajectory of the outcome uh, of what the jurors ultimately decided, uh, yesterday, um, just because of the comments that were made, that, that were made, I mean, there was clear, there was clear that there was some, some contradiction in some of the comments that were made um and so it, it didn't look good it sounded good on on the surface you know for for people that get their news from World Star and, and other places like that versus really doing some research on what's going on here um i think ultimately at the end of the day what it does show right wrong and different is like this is the way the system is set up uh he thought he had money she has longer money now and she has a bigger influence as well um i think that played a part in this as well i mean because these jurors are not they're not law enforcement folks. Obviously we all know what jurors are picked from the public. And so I think she, her team made a more persuasive argument, uh, against Tory Lanes, who, who is also Canadian, by the way, who probably could face extradition as well, uh, based off of these charges. I think that's something that's not being, you know, maximum sentence right now for him is 20 years. And he could also face extradition out of the U S. So, um, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. But you know, again, this is this is all held up in a court of law, and again, this the system still seems to see to show that it is really made for um, for women to succeed in it and males to, to to fail in it. I'm not saying he was right. I'm not saying she was right or wrong either. Um, but you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, you you could have seen something coming that would have rocked the world if they would have found him not guilty. But I think ultimately, at the end of the day, the, the jurors made the right choice for what they heard. Even from what I heard, from an outside sitting in, they probably made the right choice.
1: Lee Craig, Joe. Um,
2: well, the, the father said it was Jay-Z fault, so that's why, you know. <laughs> said it was Jay-Z and Beyonce fault, too. So. You know, they're very influential. Um. Nah, but, you know, listen, um, i i don't know where to go with it because like, the, the little bit of you know i'm not, I'm not saying I follow the case but but i'm but I'm hearing Shorty just lying about everything she lied about having sex with him she lied she lied about I would just tell her she's a straight liar, like you know, and she'd been caught in multiple lies, they said the bodyguard was missing and he couldn't make a statement then all of a sudden after the trial was over, the bodyguard appears, so it's like you know i. Like, to me, it seemed like it didn't add up because Shorty was straight up lying the whole time. So, you know what I mean? Like, she lied about everything. She lied about not having sex with him. She lied about... Right? She she lied about... Because I think he was about to smash all three. But they said he was protecting the real shooter or something like that because he didn't want to say who shot because it wasn't him. So, you know, it's a lot of i don't know
3: it's a lot of shit man but i do think courts are about persuasive arguments right and we we've all kind of learned that you know in 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 schools about persuasive essays and persuasive persuasive arguments and quite frankly her team made the more persuasive argument um and whether the bodyguard stayed away you know for whatever reasons because there's could be money under the table i I think it's there Uh, that's why i said earlier i don't the, the jury made the, the decision that they made based off of the arguments that they heard in the courtroom. A lot of what you're talking about is what was heard outside of the courtroom that cannot mm-hmm. influence their decisions that were made in the courtroom. So, you know, I, I, I am in agreement with you that there was a lot of shit that was eye raising about her. But none of it made it into the courtroom to where the arguments that her team made versus the arguments his team made, it persuaded the jury uh, to to vote in, f- in her favor to to find him guilty, which was, you know, again, I'm with you on and your sentiment and where you are and what you saw and what you heard, I'm with you. It just never made it into the courtroom and that's really all that matters. Yeah, but you know, it's crazy, though.
2: Like, I learned from my, I learned from the courtroom from from, from training day. It's not what you know, it's what you can prove. <laughs> right, <laughs> right.
3: So right. I, guess,
2: I guess they couldn't prove shit.
3: Yeah, so, right. So. OJ's case was the same way, right? they can't yeah, prove can
2: shit prove. about OJ <laughs> so yeah, so it's not what you know and you can know that it's not true but if you can't prove it you fuck
3: that's exactly
2: right and I feel like for the way for Tory Lanes to absolutely get out of it is for him to say well it wasn't me that pulled the trigger it was this guy yeah right and I feel like if it was um what's his name Young Thug or the other one what's the guy's mm-hmm. name Gunner. Got. Gun- I'm gonna tell, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 y'all, nobody stupid. The guy, I'm, I'm gonna tell, right? They did just be like, "Yo, man, it was this person." You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of times, even if you look at the rap game, the hardest rappers out, right? That, that talk about all that gun shit, they're telling a the motherfucker where he is, right? And Listen. I feel like Tory Lanez would have told, but he he kept the shit a g, but he about to do twenty years for it,
3: but. I gotta send y'all, I gotta send y'all this. like, you probably remember this though, but Bernie Mac, when he was on Def Comedy Jam and he was like, you know, he went to a prison and he asked people what they was in there, he was like, wait a minute you were here for another motherfucker? Because I would have been in court like, y'all know who are you? He'd be like, I'm punk. He shot that motherfucker, stabbed him three times, I tried to call you but the line was busy. Like, that, that is the shit that's happening right now with him and he's stuck yeah. and, he, and he took that stance of not telling and this is what he's facing now.
2: Yeah, because... 'Cause like you know, Bobby Schmerder, I think he did seven. Cause his his, his boy what's yeah. it Riley yeah, we about to do Yeah, so he took seven, but I don't yep. know, but twenties a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt, though. No doubt. 20's a long time, man. And bacon probably she don't know what the fuck happened, so she probably just like motherfucker, I got shot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she her back
3: going up now, that's all.
2: Yeah, that shit crazy though, but you know, surely a freak too, but you know. Like I said, when you, when you go to court, I, I was like,
3: damn, she's smashing everybody left to right. You know I mean? But 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 I will tell you this, too, right? As far as this case goes, you know, pre-calculated, you know, what did she do? She went back to school. She finished school. They showed Megan walking across the stage out of TCU. She's educated. She's got a degree, la, 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 la. So she's not just a rapper. She's now an educated black woman with a with a degree. So I think that was all pre-ca- pre-calculated in her, in her, you know, and kudos to her. Kudos to her and her team. They did everything from a from a pure uh, image and likeness perspective. They hit a home run, and it translated into the courtroom with the jurors. Yeah, but uh, but but
2: you know, like, but men, man, we have no rights here, bro. It's it's, it's crazy. Like, it's like it's like I don't know. It's just,
3: but I I hope they don't give him twenty years though,
2: because you know what I'm saying.
3: So I, I don't think he'll get the 20 years just because, one where she was hit, two you know he has a name, uh and and I think that that in itself will, will help him out. But oh,
1: definitely. Okay. Ryan bars, you know, obviously, obviously you know he was um a lot of people wasn't happy, especially Tory Lane's father, who blamed um you know Jay Z. <laughs> crazy, that's crazy. He blamed Jay Z. And uh, what was the girl name? He also um,
0: the one. Beyonce.
1: No, not Beyonce. Um, the other one from Correct? Rock Nation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name?
0: Um, Desiree.
1: Desiree Perez, the from Rock yeah. Nation, who who has a, a history of being an informant, right? So he blamed them and said it was their fault. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? You think Jay Z had any any type of um, influence on this situation?
0: Is she is Megan staying down with Rock Nation? Yeah, oh yeah, then definitely, yeah. He had some pull. He has he has some, some judges, you know, I me mean, under his wing, telling them like, "Yo, you can't let him go. It's not gonna happen." That's my artist. Look out for. Her. I, I, that's my opinion. What about you, Jay Boogie? What Where was this trial at again?
1: It was
3: in L.A. Oh, was it in L.A.? Okay, so I mean. Look, I think there's a little bit of merit to this because, you know, he, he is very influential. He being Jay-Z is very influential as well, just as much as he is in New York. So I think there's a little bit of
1: merit to it. I think it is. What about you, Joe? You're, that's your man, no, Jay-Z. No, no,
2: but Jay-Z is powerful, so we cannot deny that. But I remember um, even when she was on our old record label, Right? And she wanted to get out of it. They said Rock Nation and Jay-Z came through and bullied the old manager or some shit like that. And 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 basically the the old her old boss or whatever was um complaining that Rock Nation and Jay-Z stole Megan Thee Stallion from him. Right? But Jay-Z is very, very powerful, you know, he's very influential. So you know, you, you can't touch nobody in Rock Nation or whatever. You know, it could be some truth to it, but I'm still a Jay Z fan, and I never listened to a Tory Lanez. Like I never listened to a Tory Lane song, right? I I, I never heard him any of his stuff. But I, I, you know, so I'm 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 with the single side story with this one, right? So Jay Z and Megan is right. Don't shoot nobody. Don't do the crime. Don't do
1: the time. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time, bro. Let them know, PC Joe. From the scale of one to ten, JB, how dumb is Tory Lanez? He had making his stallion shaking that thing, being a freak and with her friends, and he ended up shooting her. He could have had it. anything. He, his dreams could have been fulfilled, and he gonna end up shooting her, and now he killed his career. How from the scale of one to ten, how dumb is he? <laughs> Who are you asking me? Yes, you Jay Boogie. Uh, probably ten.
3: a fucking idiot.
1: We couldn't hear you. Broke up. What'd you say?
3: So I think I think on a scale of one to ten, I think he's probably a uh, probably a nine to ten.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, think thinking that he could outsmart her, and she had a lot more resources to include Rock Nation. Uh, that was not in front in front of a camera, but, you know, behind when you have when you have the ability to have those types of resources, uh, to, to put against a problem set like this you know, you're going to win because you have the resources. He didn't have those types of resources available to him where he could really get this win besides these two, you know, quote-unquote witnesses that were there during the day. But were they credible? No, because they flip-flopped. So he'd be dumb for, for doing all of this, to include pulling out a gun and shooting at her.
1: What about you, Ryan Barras? From scale of to how dumb is he?
0: On a scale of one to ten, yeah, he gave up his career. He's going to jail. I'm going to have him give him the whole uh, ten, you know what I mean? Because he just, he messed up big time. And um, he should have known, you know what I mean, he being a Canadian in America, committing crimes is not a good look, you know what I mean? And then he should have known. Messing with somebody that's connected to Jay-Z and Desiree Perez is not a good look. So yeah, that's my take on that one. Probably correct, Joe.
3: He also need to know it's only one Drake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know you know what? I I don't. I felt like he's very smart, bro, because I feel like shit didn't work out for him, right? Because he was fucking with the, the chick, her friend Elsie or something like that, the, the chick that was in the car. They said he was smashing her, right? But she was, she she had that much bread. So Megan the Stallion was a hot girl. She had more money. He started fucking with her. Upgrade, right? That's a shit that Beyonce talked about. You got to upgrade. So he he went from the the regular friend to to Megan the Stallion. And then he was with Kylie Jenner, from what I'm hearing. He tried to holler at Kylie Jenner and he was trying to get a piece of billionaire coochie. So, you know what I'm saying? And Megan the Stallion was like, (laughs) hold up, nigga, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he, he, I, I think he fucked two. He was trying to fuck all three of them chicks. You know so I think he, his dick just got him in trouble, bro. Like, you know what I mean? But I don't I don't feel like because they said Megan the Stallion is the one that started wilding in it. So nobody knew where the fucking gun came from. But from what I heard is she started wilding because he was giving Kylie Jenner more attention. That's in the, the beginning. Party. That's what I yeah. Cause he was trying to he trying to. Cause he was like, This bitch fuck mad niggas. You know, from the history, she, she fucking mad niggas. She out there. You know what I'm saying? She's a millionaire. I'm trying to get this billionaire bitch. You know what I'm saying? So he, he, he tried to upgrade. So you can't knock him for trying. You know what I'm saying? Wait, they said Megan the Stallion was out there or? No, they said Megan Thee Stallion. She was fucking everybody. But when she came in, what's the, what's she, the other shit? The, the, the baby hit it. They said mad niggas hit Megan Thee Stallion. They, they, they put a whole sex thing. That's why she was mad. They said they put a whole business out on the court. She was fucking everybody. Mad niggas in the rap game smashed on oh, Megan a stallion. Oh,
1: that's a well. And then, the, um, then niggas, nigga like, Stallion for nothing. Him. She can handle <laughs> that. She's <laughs> a stallion. <laughs> no, but she, but now she's she from, she from Brownsburg. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what they say. So he was like, you know, I can fuck with this chick Kylie Jenner. So could you really blame him?
3: Because making the stallion Kylie Jenner
2: was friends, nah, right? too.
3: Until you read until you read what he said he pulled the gun out, he told her, dance bitch, dance. <laughs> yeah,
2: come on, who the fuck gonna say some shit? Yo, she lying, bro. Like you know what somebody just mean? she lied, bro. I don't That's I don't, from a I movie. Feel, that's from a movie. Yeah. Dance, motherfucker, yeah, dance. <laughs> Yo, 77, you said that shit too, right? Dance yeah. rabbit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was,
1: yeah, they, but, they said they said Tory Lanez was watching Harlem Nights before. <laughs> the night before. I to going to <laughs> nah, but you yo, really think about it, right? Like, he's
2: fucking with chicks. He's fucking with friends and shit like that. And, he, you know, he just, you know, maybe he was trying to get like a, 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 four, a, a foursome and shit going. I don't know, but he was just thinking with his dick, man. And, and that's what usually fucked up as a son. That's what bring a lot of black men down. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think, I, I, I don't think. I think and I think and from what I'm hearing you know when the when the when when a court case come up everybody was exposed to the business so from what I'm hearing is Shorty did a lot of foul shit to people in the industry a lot of it. they said she she responsible for a lot of
3: foul shit yeah but but I think at the end of the day it was all irrelevant because it was about this case so yeah, you could try <laughs> and assassinate and and here's what happens after this right Mm. They go and start file defamation cases uh, for for assassination of character, because assassination of her character in this case had nothing to do with the sh- the incident, and so I think personally, you know, in all seriousness, I think you can expect, you know, defamation lawsuits to come out because they did try and attack her character, which had nothing to do with the trial of was she or was she not shot by this Canadian. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's a problem because we, that, that's a natural reaction, right? You know, for us to like just attack something else when we can't get what we really should get from what we're trying to get. So let's mm-hmm. go attack her character and just try and assassinate her publicly and say she was a whore. Okay, what the fuck that got to do with him shooting me? I mean, okay, I, like so war, so. I like the fuck. Why are you coming? Exactly, hello. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you attacking me for? Now you're going to fucking sue everybody else for, for attacking your character. I
2: like
3: Horner a lot. <laughs> Mer- Merry Christmas, nigga from Pinky. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. It's a sad situation, man. All right, last one of the day. Um, Brittany Gyna had at a uh uh welcome home party at Bell Luck. They said only 20 people showed up. Thoughts. Ryan Boss.
0: Ooh, is what I gotta say about that. Twenty people showed up. That's crazy. Uh, For who party? For who party? I'm sorry, Brittany Griner. That's crazy. Oh. Um, uh, what I gotta say about that is I guess they they tired of it. You know what I mean? They 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 upset. You know what I mean? That maybe you know what I mean? She was uh, rung back before the other two Americans was brought back, or. You know what I mean? Maybe they felt that, you know what I mean, she shouldn't have been doing what she was doing if she didn't want to be detained like she was detained. I don't know, man. 20 people showed up, so that's a shame. But, uh, and then then she said she wanted to come back to the WNBA, and then then again uh, the next week somebody said that she couldn't come back or something like that. If I'm... I'm asking you, Ma. I think she, she wants to play this year. I haven't heard anything. They said she couldn't come back. Oh, okay, but, okay. That, but she's. They said she. She said she wants to play this year. Yeah, she want to play with Phoenix, right? Right. Yeah, but um, it's, it's crazy, man. I thought she would have more support than that. You know what I mean? Being somebody that was over there overseas detained, and you know what I mean just being somebody that's a celebrity, you know what I mean, you think she'd be celebrated, but I guess not, that's my take. All right, Jay Boogie. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we had this discussion
3: um, last week or a few weeks ago about, about her release. And I think I think some people probably feel the same way we felt that, um, you know, she's home, but Paul Whalen is not home. Um, again, no fault of Paul or no fault of Brittany Griner's that Paul Whalen isn't home. Um, I also think, you know, people probably want to stay away from the, this. This will be a circus around Brittany Griner probably for the next six months. So anywhere she goes publicly, it's going to be a circus. Some people probably just don't want that type of exposure. Um, I think the other part of it is, you know, she she has made all of the right statements since she's been home as far as pushing the administration to try and get Paul Whaler released. Um, but again, I think it's just a circus around her. Whereas people don't want to be around it, and people don't feel that she should have been released and he wasn't released, and so therefore, I think personally, I think they stay away. You know, in Phoenix, in Arizona, in particular, where it's a purple kind of a state, um, you know, there there are more Republicans than Democrats um, in the area in which she lives and operates. And so I think that could be a thing as well. It's something You know, something to look at from a political perspective. I think it's a lot, but I think more importantly, everybody just wants to stay away from her uh, for a multi- for multitude of reasons. But at the end of the day, I think she's made the right statements about Paul Whalen and pushing the administration to try and get Paul Whalen released.
1: All right. please correct Joe.
2: I mean, I, I would have went to the party if, if she invited me. You know what
3: I'm saying? Because you like the host. No, not really. Oh, like, my bad.
2: <laughs> nah, nah, I don't went though, I, you know what I mean? I, like what, what, they, what they say makes sense, but it, I don't know. I, maybe, she, maybe her circle's not that big, you know what I'm saying? Maybe she only wanted 20 people to be there. Did they, uh, they say how much people she invited?
1: No, but they said it was a disappointing turnout
2: so it was open to the public or just
1: open to like open up to a lot of people in the school and everything so a lot of people was you know i think but more I mean, likely though they was expecting more than 20 people
2: i mean if i have a fucking event i'm only ex- expecting like like 10 you know what i'm saying like you know but shit happens bro like i mean
1: Sometimes people just can't make it. Just have, the fun, have, have fun with the 20 people and, and, and that's it. Yeah, I hope there's a lot of hashish oil they had. Why not? It's yeah, legal man. here. Might as well smoke it all now. You can't go to jail for it. Right or wrong? You yeah. You know, pass the hashish oil, man. Pass that, sh- past the hashish. <laughs> that fun. Have fun with it, you know what I mean? <laughs> all right, guys. Ryan Barnes, final take.
0: Yeah, man. <clears throat> I just want to say Merry Christmas to all my brothers across the nation. You know what I mean? All the brothers on this podcast, the ones that couldn't be on here. Merry Christmas to y'all, <laughs> and uh, happy new year!
1: All right, play credit, Joe. Final take.
2: Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, you know, Christmas is about Jesus and God, and and you know, no matter how it started, you know, we need to, we need to. Get together and, and, you know, just remember the days about caring about others and the less fortunate and just, you know, spending time with family. And and, and I like Britney Jenner. What's her, <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> BJ. <Jenna>. BG. <laughs> BG. I like BG. She's cool. I done went to a party. She didn't invite me, though.
1: All right, <laughs> uh, Jay Boogie, final take.
3: Yeah, man, I was... Uh... I was listening um, earlier to to a sports commentator, man. And he was talking about his mother, and I think there were some things that 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 had uh, transpired for him, um, you know, over the weekend or whatever. But, you know, I, I do think what he said was pretty profound, is that, you know, we have to ensure that we, quote-unquote, uh, give our loved ones um, their flowers while they are still here on this earth. Um, because uh, sooner rather than later, or later later rather than sooner, we hope, Um, They'll still be with us, but I think it's incredibly important, particularly this time of year, that we ensure that we spend time with our loved ones, call our loved ones, check on each other, and tell them we love them during this time of season as we try and put Christ back into Christmas.
1: All right, well, Zeb. All right, Ryan Barr, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a do before you go.
0: Don't make the first time be your last time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. Thank you so much Ryan Barr for joining us today
1: Jay Boogie Thank you so much for joining us today Drop a Jew before you go Yeah man, uh,
3: family is not an important thing It's everything
1: Jay Boogie, thank you so much for joining us today Blake yeah, Red Joe Thank you for joining us today drop a, Jew before, drop a Jew before you go Yeah man Um, You know, love the giver
2: And appreciate the giver more than the gift
1: All right. The Red Joe, thank you so much for joining us today. All right. right. This has been another edition of the Brothers Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ryan. (laughs) Yo,
0: yo, yo. Listen, listen. We at the Brothers broadcast. we doing it good and fast, we making it last, no procrastination. We rule the nation with the hottest topics in the, can't stop it, cause we non-toxic. Yeah, we keep it real, and we got some steaks on the grill, so we gotta get out of here, gotta pill. Merry Christmas. Hope you get everything on your wish list. Now that we done spoke on these topics, you know it's only right that we open up your optics for all my listeners. Now I know you got options, but I ask around. The brother's the hottest, like DJ Khaled. We the best in these streets. Make sure that you're listening in next week. Shout out to Sergeant J Boogie and World Tour, LT the voice, and PC Joe for sure. Mr. Wallace and Ryan boss leave you wanting more. You know it's brothers' podcast. What you fronting for? Where we got news and drop jewels galore. The Brothers Podcast, Stash Crib Report, Chip! BK, All Day, Ryan Bars. The future like flying cars.